matinee Martin Luther King Day game against the uh, 76ers. The question would be whether or not the Sixers would be able to hold things up, a test that they had been presented with in previous games, not always seeing the other side of it positively. They did so today, 117-111. The final score, 76ers back at 500. They pick up their 20th win at as early a point of the season as they have since 2012, fifth victory in their last six tries. Brian Seltz with you, our postgame coverage underway. Here's what we'll do. We'll stand by for Brett Brown, get a little bit from the head coach. We'll bring back Tom McGinnis for a question or two, play a couple highlights, and then get you to the man, Mike Missinelli, as soon as we can in the 4 o'clock hour, if you're listening on the flagship station of the Sixers, 97.5 The Fanatic. Well, the Sixers, their mission was to try and rectify an issue that surfaced in last Thursday's game in London against the Boston Celtics, which namely was build up a big lead against a quality opponent, no less, and try to preserve it. <laughs> and down the stretch, probably if you are got a rooting interest in the Sixers, your mind's thinking, uh-oh, well, here it is all over again. But the Sixers, they managed to hang on. There was that crazy sequence of about 25 seconds to go where the Sixers had a wide-open look at a Covington layup. He missed it, and Bede couldn't tap it in. Simmons spiked the jam, and you're thinking, this is ridiculous. And it was. But Joel Embiid got to the free-throw line so the two points the Sixers needed to maintain breathing room, and that was certainly helpful in getting the Sixers over the hump. A good win against a Toronto Raptors team that has been playing really well as of late. Joel Embiid, he was dominant from the outset. He got going down the stretch, and particularly from the free throw line where he was 11 of 14, finished with 34 points, his seventh 30 point game of the season. TJ McConnell was fantastic. 18 points, that is a career high. 8 of 13 from the field, 6 rebounds, 8 assists. He found Covington late when Covington leaked out for that easy layup to give the Sixers some breathing room at 7 points with a minute 25 to go. And he got the steal that set up that bananas stretch where there were 3 misses. So an important turnover force by the Sixers' third-year point guard there. And all in all, the Sixers, they buckled down at a key point of the season where they're about at the halfway juncture. And this was a test for them today against a very good Raptors team. They were able to pass it. The defense was pretty good for the most part in this one. Thought Toronto missed some open looks throughout the day, in particular Kyle Lowry in his first game back after a three-game absence. He got himself going in the fourth quarter in which the Raptors scored 36 points. So the Sixers still very much a youthful team that is a work in progress, trying to iron things out as they hit the halfway point of the season. But a win, as they say, is exactly what it is. And that's what the Sixers got, 117-111 over the Toronto Raptors. We're standing by for 76ers head coach Brett Brown. We'll step aside real quick. It's the postgame show on the Sixers Radio Network. Testy, feisty, at times chippy on this Monday afternoon, but the 76ers hold off the Toronto Raptors 117 to 111. Brian Seltzer from Sixers.com with you down here at the center. We're awaiting Brett Brown's postgame press conference. We'll bring in Tom McGinnis right now. Tom, at the end of the day, this is what the Sixers came for. They got it done despite style points, maybe a being. Not quite. No, that, that's a good way to look at it because in the end, that is what matters. The, the victory for the Sixers, they hold off Toronto, but certainly uh, a little sketchy down the stretch. They built up a 21-point lead. The Raptors come back primarily with their reserves, particularly DeLon Wright, 
and the Sixers with a rash of turnovers, but able to forestall them. A huge shot by Dario. Simmons had two big free throws, had a big field goal for the Sixers down the stretch. Embiid was pretty solid throughout despite a high turnover night and a great night. Maybe the best game of his career, and that's saying something for T.J. McConnell, who's had a number of really solid performances, including game-winning shots last year against the Knicks here, Orlando on the road, but a career-high 18, and really helped the Sixers through the middle portion of the game when Ben was in foul difficulty. And, hey, a win against Toronto. Toronto, hard to come by first of the year. Even after 40 games, I think any Sixers fan would take that. It actually could be better, but this is not a bad way to go for the Sixers. And here they go into the second half of the season against their arch rivals, Boston, whom they'll close out the season with on Thursday and hopefully beginning to gain some knowledge about how to arrest, if you will, these runs and uh, to continue to, to hold these leads. Because, again, as Brett Brown says, you know, the focus is on how you lost the lead, but there's also got to be some emphasis on how you built up these big leads, and they've done this on a number of occasions, and today able to prevail and hold off Toronto. Just the second win in 20 tries for the 76ers versus the Raptors. Real quickly on McConnell, yes, he had the career-high scoring day, but how emblematic was it that it was the pass that found Covington late to make it a seven-point game, and then the steal that preceded that crazy sequence of three minutes, ultimately setting up two points that helped get the Sixers across the finish line. But we'll wait for your thought on that in just a moment. Let's peek in real quick, Brett Brown, right now. Of what we were doing in pick and roll, we're, we're solid. I thought we executed them well. Uh, but I think that, that individually we understood that those two, um, when they get going, generate most of their wins, and, and we understood that. And I give credit to our, to our guys, uh, a collective group, for guarding them. Say about uh, TJ and what he was able to do, especially with Ben being in foul trouble tonight. I mean, TJ was great. TJ, that, that's, that's why the fans of uh, Philadelphia love TJ. That's why his teammates and coaching staff you know, just have a tremendous amount of respect for him. He plays with great energy. He is a, a lightning rod for us. We needed him to be that. And uh, he's a lot of fun. You know, he's a lot of fun to, to, to watch. And he sure brings a competitive spirit to kind of everything that we do. Indeed. True words from Brett Brown. Fun watching T.J. McConnell not only perform out there today, but mix it up with some all-stars out of the Toronto backcourt as well. So, Tom, I'll spare you answering that question about T.J. McConnell because Brett Brown just did a really nice job there. Joel Embiid getting to the free throw line where he was 7 of 10, hit some key ones in crunch time. Uh, and the Sixers, uh, a bigger part, 11 of 14 from the free throw line for Embiid. And the Sixers see him score 34 points and get 11 rebounds. Yeah, and it's huge, as I said during the course of the game and have mentioned in games in weeks past. But to have your best player be a really consistent and dependable foul shooter, particularly in the guts of the game, is really a luxury. And Embiid, you're going to go to him. And uh, he's able to deliver at the line. Obviously, J.J.'s got the second-best percentage in the league overall and is the Sixers' best free-throw shooter. But Joel's been really good. And he was able to play. I believe he played almost 34 minutes. Again, I say high turnover game. He got, and to me, I think this is going to come with more experience, more games under his belt. But he got a little over-anxious against Pirtle. He felt like that was a matchup that he should not only win but dominate. And he got a little aggressive just in establishing position before he even got the basketball uh, against Jakob Pertl and uh, you know Pertl's done really well he's really come on in his second year he played more in this game than their starter Valanchunas 
and Ibaka didn't play much as well, but Joel was really good. And, uh, again, that ability, he's very good on the block, getting better, but his ability to face up at 15 feet and just knock out that shot, that's almost where he builds his offensive repertoire in terms of off of that. Then he can turn and he can put his back to the basket and, and work in a number of ways uh, from that position. But he was really good. And, again, the Sixers, you know, it wasn't pretty in that they allowed a 21-point lead to, to slip away, but they were able to come back with big plays. And, and that's I think it's got to buoy their confidence with the way that Simmons found Embiid and that Ben realized, hey, I'm going I'm to take over this game like I did early in the game. And a nice victory, like you put it earlier. You know, however it happened, they beat the Raptors. And, again, 500 as long as the Sixers. And, again, like I've said, too, you know, you're talking about the playoffs. Here comes Milwaukee after the Boston game Thursday in Boston. You haven't played Milwaukee yet. You haven't played Miami. If you just beat those teams in front of you and hold your own against those teams, Indiana, they've only played one time. They beat them here. You know, and do really well against those teams and then handle the teams like you have, for instance, Atlanta and Charlotte you haven't played that much and some of the other teams that you're supposed to beat, then the Sixers will be in good stead. But overall, a coach doesn't think that way. I mean, that's how we as fans and as announcers talk. A coach looks at how your team is playing overall, and if you're playing, if you're trending consistently well, and I think the Sixers, for the most part, have. They've now won, what, five of their last six games? So after that hiccup in December, they're trending in a good way, try to grow from the, some of the things they need to work on, the turnovers, the fouls, and like that, they'll be in a good position. But a nice victory here today in front of a great crowd, sellout again at the center. Tom McGinnis, thank you very much. Good night, Brian. Thanks. 117-111-76 ers over the Raptors. Mike Missinelli in just a few moments. One last segment of our postgame coverage from the center on the other side. This is the postgame show on the Sixers Radio Network. 76ers and the Toronto Raptors for the fourth and final time this season. Mike Missinelli starting in just a matter of moments. Let's get to a couple of highlights really quick. The Sixers set the tone in this one, and it was something they tried to ride throughout the better part of the day. Here's an ISO for Embiid. The left of the lane takes it into the paint, fakes one way, goes around him, takes the bump, and puts it in. Joel Embiid down low on Valachunas. Score one for the big guy. And one. He'll go to the line to shoot for the three-point play. Much of an answer the Raptors did not have for the big man Joel Embiid throughout most of the afternoon. The Sixers were up by 9, 32-23 going into the second quarter. This play capped the frame and the half. It involved T.J. McConnell, who logged big minutes in relief of Ben Simmons, who is in foul trouble. DeRozan has it tipped away and stolen. Here's T.J. ahead of Covington. Down the lane, Covington, two-hand jam. He throws it down. McConnell with a steal and a breakout for Robert Covington. Sixers up 59-49 going into the break. McConnell got into the scoring act throughout the afternoon, in particular in the third quarter. McConnell with the ball. TJ to a brilliant first half. Exchanges it with Dario. Driving on Siakam in the lane. TJ underhand scoop good. McConnell, where there's a will, there's a way. Great play by McConnell. He's got nine. And that made it 78-64. Sixers ahead 93-75 going into the fourth wouldn't you know the Raptors, they had done kind of like opponents in previous games had done against the Sixers. A big lead started to erode, and all of a sudden the Sixers lead at one point. 21 points in the second half was trimmed all the way down to the sliver of a point at 102-101 to 101 after a layup on well, the Sixers. They responded, and this play helped get them over the finish line. 90 seconds to go. Covington's wide open. He gathers it in and scores a layup. T.J. McConnell throws it down the floor. Cup puts it in. And the Sixers lead 111-103. 
Yeah, there were some circuitous developments down the stretch in the final seconds, but the Sixers did get the win. 117-111 over the Raptors. Sixers now 20-20 and on the year. Back to 500 with their fifth win in six tries. The Raptors have dropped two in a row and three out of the last four. They're now 29-13. and Joel Embiid with 34-11, and his 18th double-double of the season. T.J. McConnell, a career-high 18. Ben Simmons with 12, one rebound, four assists. And J.J. Redick with 15. Kyle Lowry finished with 13. DeMar DeRozan with 24. And DeLon Wright with 20 off the bench.